Daria Davari's getting about, isn't he, since his no-compete clause came up. He, he mentions it on this programme, which is Championship Wrestling from Atlanta. But he's also been on ROH. Has he been on ROH? AEW, I think. Was it ROH? Was it? Anyway, he's been out and about, and that's good. Bloody good wrestling. No, it's not. It was it was NJPW. That's what it was. And uh, an AEW. Great. Really, really like his work. And I like his mic skills as well. Now then, I think that Atlanta, or Championship Wrestling, from Atlanta to give it its full title. Yes, do give it its full title, Steve. It's very important. I know. And Dave Marquez, who constantly tweets saying, look, I'm trying to get the picture sorted and the sound. He's got three screens. I'm doing the whole thing on my own. He's doing a fabulous job. He's got lots of people to help him, I'm sure. But he is doing a great job. What he's done, which is something you can't buy, is that he has created some kind of impetus, atmosphere, feeling. I said it last week and it's still here this week. Um, Even though the matches aren't great, that will come, but even though they're not great, there's a real feeling that something's happening. And I like that. As I say, you can't buy that. He's, first of all, saying, you know, I have to be here in this town, you know. And then uh, AC Mac, the Mac of all trades, <laughs> who was born in the area, comes out and says, I want to fight you. It's a bit hard to believe that the main event is, Devar going to be the main event, but they don't have any idea who he's going to face. I mean, I know you're doing this on the hoof, Dave, but really. However... Davari versus Mac will be all right, I think. Actually, spoiler, it was. But first of all, we get Ashton Star, sorry, Aston Star, who's doing a kind of uh, flamboyant gimmick with Ryan Rembrandt, who's doing a sort of no gimmick. I mean, I've seen Ryan before, and I just think he needs to needs to be selling something. It's okay. It's nothing special. There's a big Aston Star punch and a moonsault for the pin. It's his first victory on the United Wrestling Network. And um, it was all right as, a, as, a, as a, an opener, but the real business starts when you've got Dustin Starr. Hello, Dustin. Always like to chat with Dustin on Twitter. With Levi Shapiro and Howdy Price. These two are good on the mic, particularly Howdy. He just gives us a very short little soundbite, beautifully done. Now, next we've got The Rapture, who have been doing quite a lot of business on the independent circuit, well thought of, with Beef Candy, who have been doing a lot of stuff in the United Wrestling Network, not well thought of by me, but actually a lot better here. First of all, we can't hear the commentary, that gets better as we go, but there's a lot of nice Rapture double teaming. There's Flex from Beef Candy, hits a lovely double axe handle on both members of the Rapture. Then there's a great um, sort of jumping DDT. Oh yes, by Richie Slade. It's quite a thing of beauty, actually. The Rapture do their one in a chamber, which is a vertical suplex and drop kick. I kind of think, what's the point of that? Quite a lot of moves, double team moves, that I sort of, well... If you're going to drop that person on a, on a vertical suplex, then being drop kicked on the while you're up there is not really going to... It's going to be more of a sort of, oh, that hurt, but it's not really going to finish you off, is it? The vertical suplex does that. Or the brain buster or whatever, or jackhammer. Or, mm, 
Okay, but this was all right, you know. Let me get a Memphis recap. It's quite a long recap. I like Memphis, so I don't mind. And now we're into Brooke Havoc versus Marina Shafir. Marina Shafir is being pushed quite right. She has an MMA stuff. She worked with what with um, she worked with Ronda Rousey, um, and it's all right. She's got a sort of business only face on her all the time, which is great. She hits a nice backbreaker and quite a poor power slam, to be honest. Doesn't get her really up there. For the pin, I could have wanted more of this. We don't see an awful lot of what Brooke does. Got a lot of nice energy, but we don't see a lot of what she does. But, um, yeah, that was good. Then you've got the Zicky Dice uh, pin challenge. You get $5,000 if you pin him. Okay, well, we know this is not going to happen unless you've got a wrestler in the audience. To get a wrestler, an audience member comes out. He's only young. How old are you? 17. Did you say 18? Uh, yeah, uh, 18. And what's your name? Trip Gordon. Okay, that sounds like another wrestler's name, don't it? He signs a waiver. There's immediately a pin possibility from a driver for Zicky Dice. The bloke does hit a drop kick, but then Zicky clotheslines him for the pin. And then Logan Creed comes in and Dice bails and says, you're not going to get the $5,000. No, 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 I'll choose you, I fight. It's an open challenge. It was a bit of fun. It was a bit hokey. Trip Gordon isn't good. Yeah, and then we see something which is I don't really want to see again, if that's all right, Dave. It was a, a bit of action from 2020, from either wrestling in um, Championship Wrestling in Hollywood or Arizona. Remember they used to have that program, which is um, Peter Avalon versus Tim Storm. These two have both moved on. Peter Avalon is now forgotten in AEW, and Tim Storm is now behind the desk in NWA. And we see some action that I've seen before, actually. From 2020, that's how sad I am. Don't, don't do it again, we don't need to see it. Okay, so, the main event is something a bit special. I mean, it's a long match, it's given quite a long time, and, and it deserved it. So, the Mac of all trades, that local boy versus Aria Davari, who's not a very nice gentleman, uh, he's a lot nicer in NJPW, when he did his little bits of camera saying, my former employer meant that I sometimes took the easy way out and all that. But, but on this one, he's a bit of a heel and he does it well as well. Does it well as well. There are nice knees in the corner and a low kick from Mac. He gets quite a lot of offence in here. And a nice flying elbow for a two count. There's a lovely moment when Davari, because of course he comes to the ring with, with, with his, uh, his, his rug, pulls the rug quite literally from under, um, under AC Mac's feet. I love that. Hey everyone. Okay, it's the only time that Ice-T has been on this programme, so I can forgive it. Then there's a, a nice tope from, um, from, from the Mac Attack, as I'll, as I'll call him now, and, uh, and a Bulldog for a two-count, which is good. Devari comes back with a nice tight DDT. Snug, tight, safe, lovely. And then there's a sleeper. Now, Mac gets to the ropes. He touches the ropes two or three times, and the ref sort of says, no, no. Is there a ruling that says you have to grab the ropes? I don't think there is, is there? Otherwise, you, you, you couldn't stop a count when somebody's foot was under the ropes or the hand was under the ropes. He clearly is touching the ropes and the ref says no. Okay, so Davari thinks this is the time to go home now. Hits the flying carpet, which is him off the top with the carpet underneath him, which I do like. But uh, he misses it and, um, and Matt gets up for an insecurity and then a nice power bomb for a two count. But, Davari gets the flying carpet again, 
Surely this is the pin. But no! Max Payne Possum rolls him over. That's the pin. It's a nice match. Davari didn't win even though he was the guest. Mac is liked because he's a local boy. It went longer. It should have gone longer. There was lots of ins and outs. It, it sort of cranked up throughout it. I liked it. And I like this hour. The wrestling's not great all the time, but there's a real atmosphere that I'm interested in these characters. Dave Marquez has done something very special here. He's been doing this wrestling stuff, this lark, for quite some years and he knows what he's doing. It's an indefinable feeling. And it's only gonna get bigger from here. Ta-ta.